Grace and peace. God bless you. Welcome back to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm going to be speaking to you for a little bit about why sometimes we have to pause and be processed. So I guess my topic is paused to process. And I'm taking this thought away from something that occurred in the life of the prophet Elijah. Um, it's recorded in 1 Kings chapter 17. Um, but just to give you some, some commentary on it, he had just pronounced the drought over Israel, which was a form of judgment because of this ungodly alliance that had formed between Jezebel and Ahab. And so as a response to that, and God does respond when things are um, out of alignment, misaligned and out of order and, and when they affect those whom he has called. And so we have to expect certain types of responses um, when things occur that are contrary to the word of God, that are in violation of the laws of God, and that interfere with the plan of God, you have to expect him to respond, okay? Because he is a living God, right? He's a breathing, moving, he's alive, and he sees and knows all things. So as a response to Israel's um, subjection to this Jezebelic leadership, God responded by releasing the prophet to speak. And so the prophet Elijah speaks. This is founded in First Kings seven uh, in First Kings seventeen, um, where he is commanded. After he speaks, God commands him to a brook. Okay. And so you're gonna find um let's see where we at. In verse uh 16 is where the unholy marriage took place between Jezebel and Ahab. And then you're going to find in 1 Kings 17, in verse 1, because I want to give you guys some context. In 1 Kings 17, verse 1, Elijah begins to prophesy, and he, hold, he, he shuts the heavens. Okay, so prophets can shut the heavens in response. Not when they feel moved, God has to move them. But the prophet can move in response to um, the word of the Lord, and they can shut doors, okay? And so that's what happened. But as a result, because God foreknew, listen to me carefully when I say this, God foreknew this season of warfare that Elijah was about to encounter, not just physical warfare, but witchcraft warfare, psychological warfare, um, even mental warfare that Elijah was about to experience as a result of this proclamation that he made that God said. So when God releases you to release a word and the warfare comes as a result of that, God will prepare you for it. God will carry you through it. He will certainly defend you and fight for you, but he will also prepare you for that. And so this is where we find Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17. And the Bible says that after Elijah prophesied and said, by my, he says, uh, there should not be dew or rain these years, but according to my word. And so immediately after that, there's this pause. God introduces this pause. I call it a prophetic pause. He introduces this pause into Elijah's life. And I believe it was to process and prepare Elijah for these next seasons of his life. Now, some may say, now, wait a minute. Elijah was just getting started. He was just on his way. That was his first 
uh, event, you know, it, the first episode of his prophetic ministry is to release this word to the kings, right? And so you would think he, he's on to greater things. He's going next to the next king and he's going to, you know, I mean, we can, we can develop all of these theories in terms of what we think should have happened next, but God knows best. I was telling someone today, Father knows best. And so instead of Elijah going to the next great thing that we love to prophesy, God says, come here, Elijah, you did a wonderful thing. Let me pull you to the side and let me process you. Let me prepare you and let me introduce a pause in your life so that I can ensure that you're going to be ready for this next season of warfare. And so God pulls Elijah to the side and he, he assigns Elijah to a brook. Now, when many of us are assigned to our brooks, it's quiet. And some of the resources that we thought we had may look different. Some of the people that we thought should have been surrounding us may look different, but that's because you're in that process. And it's very frustrating to, to abide by the, the parameters of that process when you don't understand why. Because one of the first inclinations many of us will have is, well, what did I do wrong? Am I a false prophet? What Did I miss God? You know, and, and we'll begin to internalize our uh, frustrations with why we're we're being called to time out. Lord, I did what you told me to do. Now, why are you telling me to sit down? I don't understand. This the, if, I, if I did what you told me to do, then why can't I move forward? And, and so, but God in his infinite wisdom understands that, yes, you released a word, but what you fail to realize is when you release that word and you shut the heavens, there are elements um, and, and there's spiritual wickedness in high places that are coming to attack you for that word. And so the unfortunate thing is that many of God's people, particularly prophets, fail to understand why the pause is important. And instead of them abiding uh, and complying with that, that season of pause, they're fighting it. They're fighting it because pride will get in the way and say, well, you're the prophet and your word was accurate and the people received it. Surely God can't be telling you to sit down. Surely God is telling you to keep going. Keep going, man of God. Keep going, woman of God. But, you know, that's not always the case. Sometimes, sometimes the, the, the way God responds to a job well done looks real funny. You know what I'm saying? His ways are not your ways and not our ways, right? And so God, God's mathematics is different. His thought processes are different. And, and the way he does things is different. And, and so if, you, if you're trying to, to, to fit your plan inside of, inside of God's plan, you're going to have some problems. And instead of saying, God, I don't understand why I'm here. I know that I did what you told me to do. I, I, I'm, I'm frustrated. I, I, don't, I don't get it. But what I'll do, I will sit here and wait until the understanding comes. Like the word of God said, until my appointed change come, my time for my appointed change, I will sit here and I will wait on you. I will watch. I will set my watch. And so this is what God wants some of us, some of you today need to understand that things may have been progressing for you and there may have even been a season that looked like you were accelerating. And then all of a sudden and out of nowhere, everything gets quiet. You know, people get quiet, situations get quiet. And then you start to wonder, okay, what, what's wrong? And, and I, I, I'm just here to, to, to suggest to you that maybe there's not anything wrong. Maybe everything is good. And perhaps God has introduced this pause 
and, and has introduced this process of pause for you so that he can equip you, so that he can prepare you, so that he can arrange things in your favor. Because when this warfare comes as a result of your obedience, and that's what we need to understand, there is warfare that comes as a result of your obedience for the godly shall suffer persecution and so people are going to say things about you they're going to do things to you they're going to plan and plot and move against you but if you allow yourself to remain in that place in that place where god is processing you if you can remain at the brook cherith like elijah was he remained at the brook it was very humbling but it was also a place of protection because what he failed to realize was there were plots and there were plans, very devious, very conniving, wicked, sinister plots and plans made against him. And he was ill-equipped at that time to face that battle. And so instead of him running from house to house and from mountain to valley, proclaiming and prophesying and, and, and without understanding the assignment that was pronounced against him, he could have had his life cut off early and died before manifesting his his, his prophetic promise, which we know was that chariot of fire. God had that in store for him. He had to install Elisha in prophetic office. He had to seal the prophetic um, schools. So many times we, we, we don't see tomorrow. You know, we can't see tomorrow. And then we get frustrated when we don't see God moving the way we expected him to in our today. So that's my little thought for you is to think about if you're in that place and things have been moving and moving and you've been doing awesome works in the Lord and awesome works in the kingdom and then all of a sudden everything gets quiet. My friends, I maintain to tell you, God may be protecting you. He may be shielding you. He may be covering you with his weathers, covering you with his wings and his feathers, covering you at the brook, providing for you, encouraging you, refreshing you, and equipping you for this time of release. Because when you're released, in this next season, you're going to be you're going to be in position to confront that which has had your name in its mouth to destroy you. And you'll not only be able to overcome it, you'll subdue it and you'll also pave the way for those coming behind you. So I pray that this word has been a blessing to you. We'll come back to you and we'll minister to you at the appointed time. God bless you.